In 1 Samuel chapter 16, we see God telling the prophet Samuel that he's sorry he made Saul king and he sends Samuel to anoint David as king over Israel. When David is anointed, the Holy Spirit comes upon David and the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God, departs from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord, it says, comes upon Saul. When David plays with a harp, the evil spirit from the Lord departs from Saul. So often David is called to Saul to play the harp when that evil spirit from the Lord is upon Saul. Saul becomes very jealous of David. The women sing a song when Saul and David come back from battle, which says, Saul has killed his thousand, but David has killed tens of thousands. And that made Saul very angry. And at that point, Saul said, What else can David have but the kingdom? And Saul set his mind to kill David. That was his solution to the problem. Yet David loved Saul, and he served Saul. And when Saul tried to kill David, David didn't understand why he was trying to kill him. Sometimes things like that happen in our lives. There are people who are implacable toward us. They can't be reasoned with. And no matter what you do, they dislike you. You have to just turn to God and trust Him and pray and ask Him to help you. Don't try to avenge yourself. Depend on God to either avenge you or deliver you or to show you what to do. So as God saved David from Saul, God saves us from those who are enemies of God. Isaiah 54:17. This is a promise for the New Testament church today as well as the Old Testament. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Our righteousness is of God, because it is God who told us to do that which we do. Therefore, our righteousness is not of ourselves, but of God. Have not I commanded thee, says the Lord, in Joshua chapter 1. Keep that before you and think about when you're in trouble, is it God who told me to do what I'm doing? And if your answer is yes, your righteousness is of God. No weapon that's formed against you will prosper. And Romans 8.28, Paul says, And we know that all things work together for good, to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. God watches over us, protects us, 
delivers us, helps us continually. God makes a way of escape that we may be able to bear it, and he will not bring more upon us than we are able to stand. We read that in 1 Corinthians 10:13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. So when we have a problem, we turn to God and ask him to help us, to deliver us, to keep us safe, to protect us from doing that which we want to do and to cause us to do only that which he shows us to do. In the following examples from the Old Testament Bible, consider how God protected David as Saul pursued David to kill David. In one situation, God used one of the priests of the nation of Israel to give David provision and even a weapon. 1 Samuel 21, verse 1. Then came David to Nob, to Ahimelech, the priest. And Ahimelech was afraid at the meeting of David and said unto him, Why art thou alone? He's hiding from Saul, and no man with thee. And David said unto Ahimelech, the priest, The king hath commanded me a business, and hath said unto me, Let no man know anything of the business, whereabout I send thee, and what I have commanded thee, and I have appointed my servants to such and such a place. Now therefore, what is under thy hand? Give me five loaves of bread in my hand, David says to the priest. Or what there is present, give me. And the priest answered David and said, There is no common bread under my hand, but there is hallowed bread if the young men have kept themselves at least from women. And David answered the priest and said of him, Of a truth women have been kept from us about these three days since I came out, and the vessels of the young men are holy, and the bread is in a manner common, yea, though it were sanctified this day in the vessel. So the priest gave David hallowed bread, for there was no bread there but the showbread that was taken from before the Lord to put hot bread in the day when it was taken away. Now a certain man of the servant of Saul was there that day, detained before the Lord, and his name was Dog, an Edomite, the chiefest of the herdsmen that belonged to Saul. And David said to Ahimelech, And is there not here under thine hand spear or sword? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. And the priest said, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah, behold, it is here wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. 
If thou wilt take that, take it, for there is no other save that here. And David said, There is none like that. Give it to me. So David takes the weapon that was Goliath's. In one situation, David feigned madness to escape the king of Gath. 1 Samuel 21, And David arose and fled for fear of Saul, and went to Achish, the king of Gath. And the servants of Achish said unto him, Is not this David the king of the land? Did they not sing one to another of him in dances, saying, Saul hath slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands? And David laid up these words in his heart, and was sore afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. And he, David, changed his behavior before them, and feigned himself mad in their hands, and scrabbed at the door of the gate, and let his spittle fall down upon his beard. Then said Achish unto his servants, Lo, you see this man is mad. Wherefore then have you brought him into me? Have I need of madmen, that ye have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? So he put him out without harming David. Also God used in another situation the Moabites to help David. We see that there are many ways of deliverance that God has for his people. David is fleeing from King Saul who's trying to kill him. 1 Samuel 22 David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. And everyone that was in distress, and everyone that was in debt, and everyone that was discontented, gathered themselves unto David. And he became a captain over them. And there were with him about four hundred men. And David went to the country of Moab, and he said to the king of Moab, Let my father and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you, till I know what God will do for me. And he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hold. All the time that David was in hiding, that he was being chased by Saul. David's father and mother dwelt with the king of Moab. God also saved David by a prophet. 1 Samuel 22, 5 And the prophet Gad said unto David, Abide not in the hold, depart, and get thee into the land of Judah. So David departed and came into the forest of Harith. Have you ever been warned by God in a dream? One time I was warned strongly by God in a dream and showed that destruction would come upon me if I continued to go out and have meetings at the churches. Churches always kill the prophets. Prophets deliver messages often that are not popular with the churches and the churches try to kill the prophets. And I was shown that I was in great danger. 
and I heard these words in that dream. Don't go until you see Exodus 15. Immediately, I got up and canceled every meeting that I had planned for the rest of the year. One of our church members at that time said, What are you doing? You have to go out. If you go out, they'll give money. If you don't go out and have these meetings, they won't give money. And I said, I heard from God, don't go, and I'm not going. So there are times that God warns us by a dream not to do something or tells us by a dream to do something. In 1 Samuel 22, we have the story of Saul killing the priest that helped David and gave him the showbread. Start at verse 6 of 1 Samuel 22. When Saul heard that David was discovered and the men that were with him, now Saul abode in Gibeah under a tree at Ramah, having his spear in his hand, and all his servants were standing about him. Then Saul said unto his servants that stood about him, Hear now, ye Benjamites, will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards, basically he's saying, as I have done, and make you all captains of thousands and captains of hundreds, that all of you have conspired against me, and there is none that showeth me that my son hath made league with the son of Jesse. And there is none of you that's sorry for me, or showeth unto me that my son hath stirred up my servants against me to lie in wait as at this day. Then answered Dog the Edomite, which was set over the servants of Saul, and said, I saw the son of Jesse come to Nob, to Ahimelech, the son of Hitub, and he inquired of the Lord for him, this priest did, and gave him victuals, and gave him the sword of Goliath the Philistine. Then the king sent to call Ahimelech the priest, the son of Hittub, and all his father's house, the priests that were in Nob. And they came, all of them, to the king. And Saul said, Hear now, thou son of Ahitub. And he answered, Here am I, my lord. And Saul said unto him, Why have you conspired against me? thou and the son of Jesse, in that thou hast given him bread and a sword, and hast inquired of God for him, that he should rise against me to lie in wait as at this day. Then Ahimelech answered the king and said, Who is so faithful among all thy servants as David, which is the king's son-in-law? and goeth at thy bidding, and is honorable in thy house. Did I then begin to inquire of God for him? Be it far from me, let not the king impute anything unto his servant, nor to all the house of my father, for thy servant knew nothing of all this, less or more. And the king said, Thou shalt surely die. Ahimelech, thou and all thy father's house. 
Verse 17, And the king said to the footman that stood by him, Turn and slay the priest of the Lord, because their hand is with David, and because they knew when he fled and did not show it to me. But the servants of the king would not put forth their hand to fall against the priest of the Lord. And the king said to Dog, Turn thou and fall upon the priest. And Dog, the Edomite, turned and fell upon the priest and slew on that day fourscore and five persons. That's eighty-five persons. Eighty-five priests were killed that day by Dog, the Edomite. Verse 19. And at Nob, the city of the priest, Saul smote with the edge of the sword both men and women, children and sucklings, oxen and asses and sheep with the edge of the sword. And one of the sons of Ahimelech, the son of Itub, named Abathar, escaped and fled to David. And Abathar showed David that Saul had slain the Lord's priest. And David said unto Abathar, I knew it that day when Dog the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Saul, I have occasioned the death of all the persons of thy father's house, says David. Abide with me, fear not. For he that seeketh my life seeketh thy life, but with me thou shalt be in safeguard. So for decades, Saul pursued David from place to place with the intention of killing David. But God had various ways of protecting David from Saul. Thank you for allowing me to speak with you today.